0: Listening to the Learning to Believe Again podcast with your host, Brittany Bexton. Where do you begin when you're learning to believe again? Hi everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I have Clara Merrill on with me today. Welcome, Clara. Hello. Thanks for having me. It's so good to be on here. It's so good to have you. So I have had Clara on before. She has shared her personal testimony about coming to Jesus, but today she's going to be sharing a special testimony, not her full testimony, but a miracle testimony that she got to experience in her own life recently With her new baby. So I'm so excited to have her and for her to share the story with you and with me, because I haven't gotten all the details. I just know little bits and pieces. So welcome, Clara. I am so excited to hear about your baby and the miracle story that led to him.
1: Yes, yes. Thank you for having me on, Brittany. And I am so excited to share this. It just builds up my own faith as I think about how awesome is our God. So um, I'll just introduce myself a little bit to the audience. If you don't know who I am, uh, you likely don't. I'm a homeschool mom and I have three little boys. I had two before this little miracle came into my life, my third son, but um, I'm married to a wonderful husband and we have a little hobby farm. So there it is. And I've met Brittany in Uh, We've been in a couple of groups. We've known each other for a good, almost three years, I would say at this point. Yep. It's been about three years. Yeah. 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 And so I'm so grateful to be on here. Okay. So I am the ripe old age of 44. And so let's just rewind back in time, this little miracle baby. So I started late. My husband and I, we fell in love And we got married, and I was in my early 30s. And so we had our first child when I was 35. And I actually had a couple of miscarriages after my first child, Wyatt. And so those were very difficult. But the Lord had given me a promise about my second child and what to name him. And so I held on to those promises despite. The miscarriages. Now that didn't make them easy, but I had the hope, and our God is a God of hope. So I held on to that hope of a second child, and so I had the second child, Elijah. And um, some time passed. Now the Lord had given me a dream. See, as far as I was concerned, I was done with children, and so was my husband. too, is is great. We loved having to start two, but I always had this yearning for one more. And I didn't know if it was because I knew my clock was ticking or um, I just love children. And so it'd be exciting to have another, but it was, it, it was something that I had to pray about continually. Lord, take this away, please. Unless you really want this to happen. And I ended up having a dream and the Lord gave me a dream and a backstory of the dream. Something I've always done is when I've become pregnant, I've shown my father the pregnancy test, or I've told him first before anyone else, Hey, daddy, I'm pregnant. It's just kind of a tradition. And then I tell my mother, it, it may at the same time or shortly thereafter, but it's just kind of my thing about, I've got to tell my daddy. And so I had this dream where I went to my dad and I showed him three positive pregnancy tests. Now mind you I've had many more than 3 in my life because you know I like to verify and and confirm and also I did have some miscarriages in addition to that. So I was beyond the 3 at that point. So I took notice of this dream because I thought hmm 3. I wonder why I'm seeing 3 here. Uh and I tucked it away. I tucked it away. Now God had given me a promise in that and I held on to it. So I had two more miscarriages though, and, that, and and, now I'm at the point of, you know, those are something that I do not wish upon anyone to go through. It's very heart wrenching to find out you're pregnant and get excited about the baby that you had been anticipating, or maybe it was a surprise, but you still get excited and um, it's life. So that was very difficult um, to go through that four times. And I had said to the Lord, I said, okay, we're going to go a different route here. And I I don't want to uh, endure this again. And so I asked him, please, let's, let's not have any more miracles going to heaven. It actually was a time where the Lord healed me on a lot of things going in that journey. I just had to learn to really trust him. And so that's a whole nother story, but I'll get to this one. So what happened was, is I had had enough and um, so did my husband and I actually started not long after that uh, miscarriage. Uh, my body started going through something called (laughs) premenopause. And so I, things weren't as regular without going into detail. Uh, Things weren't as regular and, and on the clock and right on target and, and were different. And i just felt had different, I was getting hot. I was getting more warm and just things weren't as normal. So I knew that I was probably entering premenopause. And so I started reaching out to some friends, you know, what are some of the herbs you take and, and things like that. Well, in the meantime, a few months went by and whoa, did I really start to experience some premenopausal symptoms? I mean, escalated quickly. (laughs) And so I started actually taking some supplements to help. Um, I thought this was a little early. Um, My mother didn't go through these things till a little bit later than me, but you know, we're all different and unique. And on a whim, I thought as I was feeding the goats on our little farm one morning, Mm -hmm. I think I have a pregnancy test still somewhere in the back of a drawer. (laughs) And so let's just try this thing just to rule that out of the equation. (laughs) Um, And so I grabbed it and I took it and saw that I was pregnant. Now this was, um, quite a shock because we weren't trying. Yeah. Yeah. And so anyways, it was a shock and it was a miracle in and of itself that it happened. I was 43 and doing the math and calculation of when, uh, it, I conceived, I would be 44 years old when I would have this baby. Now that's not impossible. You know, I, i heard of women having children into their fifties. And if you look at the accounts of scripture, um, God can go beyond that. But I thought a lot of things, I had a lot of emotions. Um, None of them was that I did not want the baby, but many of them were kind of an expectancy of what would happen and just bracing myself of what was to come. So that is the attitude that I had. Okay. I was bracing myself. All the while in my heart, hoping and praying that this baby would reach full term and would be in my arms someday. Yes. Mm. So we were actually um, going through a move. We were packing at that time, getting ready for a big move to move all of our farm animals and the hay bales and everything else, along with everything (laughs) else and all over our property. So it was, and I started getting sick, you know, feeling the. Uh, the, the morning sickness that is pretty strongly right when we were first moving. So we moved, we moved, um, a few hours away to another little, little farm and brought all of our kids, including our furry animals. And I started getting very, very sick. So I was showing the symptoms, which is always a good thing. And so let's fast yep. forward a little bit to, I was 11 weeks And I waited this time. Normally women go in before then to get things checked out, but because this wasn't my first rodeo, I just kind of waited around and also bracing myself for maybe the news that I would hear. So 11 weeks came and I went to my appointment. I was super excited because my symptoms were still really strong and I was actually beginning to show a little. It wasn't probably quite baby show, but I was, I was right there. So yeah. 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 And it was exciting. We were so excited. So we went to, um, because we live out in the country and not close to a city. I went to a family p- practitioner this time, not an, not an OBGYN like I had for the first two. So she was just a great, a great family doctor went in, she had her Doppler I think they had one working Doppler in the whole clinic. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So it was a very rustic, but friendly clinic. And she was very kind and I couldn't wait. I was so excited to hear this heartbeat. And she put the Doppler on my belly and about, it was about a minute, a little under. And she said, you know what? There's, we didn't hear a heartbeat yet. She said, there's something wrong with my Doppler. I think, let me go change the batteries. So yeah, those few minutes felt like a lot longer than a few minutes because Again, it was about a minute. Like she had yes, like 30. Yeah. Yeah. And and so she had the Doppler on there, not for a long time, but long enough where at this point in the pregnancy you should hear a heartbeat. It's it wasn't seven weeks, it was almost 12 weeks. And so she came back with some new batteries in the Doppler and put it back on me. And she said it's malfunctioning. She couldn't get a heartbeat, but she also said there's something wrong with the Doppler. She didn't go into detail. I wish I would have asked her, but um, it sounded yeah. like it worked to me because I know what a Doppler sound sounds like. So yeah. I always wonder if if she did that as just kind of to brace herself as well as myself. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know the details, yeah. but I do know that I didn't hear a heartbeat. And um, she said, well, what do you want to do? And I said, uh, I want to pray about this. And she said, well, would you like me to schedule you an appointment in the city? You know, it was another hour away drive, uh, where we could take, you could get an ultrasound to see further what's going on here. I said, let's wait a little bit. I'm going to go home and I'm going to pray. And she said, okay. And, um, so I went home and cried most of the way home. And I spoke with my husband and uh, we prayed and I got home and called a friend of mine who had been praying for this pregnancy because she knew about my history uh, of the miscarriages and she had been covering me in prayer. So do you have any questions so far or any comments or anything?
0: Well, I remember when this happened because you and I are in a group together and the it was what a week or so that you didn't know, right? Yeah, almost. Mm-hmm. And it was that week, one of our mentors put you in the hot seat and had people prophesy over you. She just felt that you needed the encouragement at the time. <laughs> and she had asked if I wanted to prophesy over you. And I was like, well, I don't know. I know Clara really well. And all I could think about was you being pregnant. And I knew that not everyone knew that yet. And, but I sat there and I just like, I felt the heaviness on your heart. I remember. And the Lord gave me a word for you of encouragement. And I was like, I feel like this is personal. I don't want to say this in the group. I'm just going to send it. So yeah. I did. And I remember you telling me at that point what was going on. And that was before you had found the heartbeat. So I remember that. That was, I was like, Oh no, this baby will live.
1: (laughs) Yes. And so you, along with, there were several others who spoke that over my life. That's the power of God. That's the power of faith. That's the power of agreement. And that is our God working in and through us. And that did encourage me and I will never forget it. So I'm glad you brought that up on here. And, and it's, It was so intense. Those few days, almost a week, were really a test of faith. And I had that encouraging word from you. I had a couple of other encouraging words from actually people in that same group. And then I had called this other friend of mine, and she actually works in Signs, Miracles, and Wonders. And she said, Clara, you speak life over that baby. Do not come in agreement with death. Speak life over this baby. And so I've had all of y'all just giving me this helping to stir up that faith within me because it was there, but it was it, it's hard when you have gone through something and in the natural yes. it looks one way, but on earth as is in heaven in heaven, in heaven there was a promise mm-hmm. and it's on it was on earth as well. and so we uh, together agreed with the promise of God over that baby that's actually sleeping right next to me right now, sound asleep, the guest of honor. but it was difficult. And so we did, I, me and my sons and my husband uh, was actually working away from home, but he get in on on the, on um, the phone calls. But I just say, this baby has a heartbeat. This baby is alive. And the boys would say it to my two older sons, this baby has a heartbeat. The baby is alive. He is alive. Well, they didn't say he yet. The baby is alive. We didn't know it was. he. And I, my eldest son, he once in a while, he'll, he'll look at me and his, childlike faith stirs up. And he just looked me point blank in the eyes one day. And he said, mom, don't worry. This baby is, he's going to be fine. It's okay. He's alive. And he looked at me as so it was a matter of fact. And like, why, why would anyone ever doubt this? You know? And, um, sure enough. And that was very, I needed that. Um, so God is good. And I asked my husband for a Doppler. I said, let's order our own Doppler and take this into our own hands. So we did. Um, you can actually get them for a reasonable price online, and so yes, I found a Doppler that we received in the mail almost a week later, and I put that on my womb and almost immediately heard a heartbeat. So, I am I am not sure whether the baby was resurrected from the dead or if I just didn't hear the heartbeat and and for whatever reason, that was, I was prevented from hearing it. And, but I really believe that this was a miracle. I really do believe, I believe that this was a miracle uh, because I should have heard a heartbeat. I know a minute isn't long, but I should have heard a heartbeat in that minute when she was all over my belly. And so this is my miracle. And so there's a little bit more to the story, which is actually pretty neat. God is so good. And so- the the next part of the prayer was um, that he would make it to full term, and um, that there would be no complications for me or him. And so that's that's what a lot of you and my friends and others were praying, and God answered. He did. I a few months or a few weeks, excuse me, after that first heartbeat. We went back to the doctor and she heard a heartbeat right away as well. She actually looked really shocked. She was surprised. And so that was a testimony. Um, And I explained to her about all the prayer and how I was surrounded by prayer. And so God is so good. But I was wondering if it was a boy or girl, because, you know, that's a pretty big deal. Some people like surprises. I don't, I don't like surprise. I like to know. Well, there's a lot of planning that goes into getting ready for a baby.
0: I it would be hard for me to wait to the very end. I'm like, look, I want to know what cute
1: clothes I'm going to buy. Exactly. Exactly. And and we're all different and I respect those who like to wait. And so I was asking the Lord quite frequently and he he didn't tell me right away. I could just see him just, you know, smiling in anticipation for just the right moment when he would drop that nugget. And he did. And so yeah. a few weeks went by and I woke up one morning and I heard the Lord say, He is a Joseph.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, yes, he is. He's a Joseph. He's a Walter Joseph. Joseph is his middle name. And um, I love it. Yeah, he's a Joseph. And so, now let's go to the end of the pregnancy. I'm full term. All those prayers are being answered. Thank you, Jesus, for that. I'm full term and 44 years old and ready to have this baby. And so, I had a friend of mine shortly before, and she's actually one of our friends. She's prophetic and I didn't get any permission to share names, but she prophesied to me. She said, this is going to be an easy delivery and he's going to be an easy baby. I was like, praise the Lord. I received that word. (laughs) My first. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what every, every mother would want to hear my first two deliveries. There was a couple of complications, nothing major, but you know, the cord was wrapped around one of their necks and, and, and another, um, he actually, his heartbeat got dangerously low and they had to put ambionic fluid back into me. It wasn't ambly, it was a fluid. Um, and so it was, it was definitely in both of those uh, times I was, a little stressed and the labor was long for both of them especially my first yeah. but this third baby i mean the labor was from start to finish 3 hours uh and active wow. labor was 30 minutes um wow now i might have started before that because i was actually having contractions so they were more the Braxton Hicks. So I, I'm not yeah. counting that, but I went in for induction and I was already fairly well dilated and that was another answer to prayer. Yeah. And so, yes, it was a wow. And so when I was in active labor for those 30 ish minutes, the Holy Spirit came upon me really strong. I'll never, ever forget this. Oh, he's so good. Holy Spirit just filled me. And all I could say over and over as I was just elated with the fullness of joy, I was so filled. It was like my spirit knew this promise was being fulfilled, this promise that had been given years ago. And all I could say was just, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I was in, I was in the third heaven, my spirit. And I was just, well, we are are positioned and seated with Christ always in the third heaven, but it was a very powerful encounter with the Holy Spirit as I was giving birth and thanking the Lord and full of spirit. And uh, he came out easily, no tears or anything and no complications. Mm -hmm. And um, I healed up nicely and he was the healthiest little baby. And they said, he is so content. And he was so content for the whole hospital stay, just as, you know, happy, content little baby. And he's he's easy. He is easy. And he's so cute. I mean, he's alive. He's a baby. He cries, you know, he poops and pees and does baby things, (laughs) but he is an easy little baby. And yes, and so and the the two older brothers um they are such good helpers um they help and they love to and so our i that yearning that i had for a baby before i had had him it's gone it's like okay it's three's the number i'm content this is it i'm so yeah. satisfied the promise has been fulfilled and that's my story of my little miracle baby yeah oh i love He's- it and he is absolutely
0: so perfectly precious
1: Uh, Yeah. We, we thank you. We love him. We adore him. Um, and I give all the glory to God. Amen. Wow. He, he doesn't make mistakes. No, he does not. We are all fearfully and wonderfully made in his image. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yes. And you know, when he gives us that strong desire and he doesn't take it away, it's because it's a desire of his too. Absolutely. And especially if he gives a promise and he gave you promises, you know, God fulfills his promises. He
1: does. He's so faithful. And even when we're not faithful, you know, I mean, there were times that I doubted that promise. Yeah. In fact, there were, I had put it on a shelf and almost forgot about it at some point. And yet he is always, even when we're not, he is always faithful. He can't deny himself. I mean, that is. That is who he is. Yeah. He's so yeah. good. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's actually one of my favorite verses that even when we are not faithful, he is. Yes. Because we we have flesh. We can't be 100% faithful. There are going to be moments of doubt. You know, there are going to be moments of fear. There are going to be moments when the past tries to speak louder than what God said, you know, but God's faithful. He can't deny himself. He can't lie. Right. He doesn't change his mind. God is faithful. Yes. He doesn't change his mind about us. So I love that. Yeah. And your story is a miracle in so many ways, really, because one, you know, you're older than a lot of women feel like they can be to have a baby. You know, you had him at 44. Mm-hmm. He's perfect and healthy. The pregnancy, other than strong, symptoms because of high hormones which is good was yeah. healthy and easy you know the delivery was easy and all of this after going through miscarriages which a lot of people you know would feel that they weren't that they had infertility issues and they would give up you know and god just blessed you you know he healed that he gave you the promise and the desire and he took care of it all from beginning to end
1: he did well said so- very well stated. I love it. yes. Yes.
0: I also just when you were talking about how you had these people around you encouraging your faith and praying with you in agreement and declaring. And I love how you talked about your sons declaring with you. There's just faith of a child. Ah, oh, I love it. You know, yes. it's just because they they don't have any reason not to believe, you know, and they just believe and Oh, It's just so perfect and beautiful. But what I was thinking about as you were sharing about that is how important it is to have good people in your life, faith-filled believers. That's why it says don't forsake gathering together, because there are going to be battles that we walk through where we don't know how to stand on our own. But when we have each other, good, solid, faith-filled Christians to do life with, we get to hold each other up when the other is struggling. Amen. And that's why it's so important.
1: Amen so important it is it is Wow and and to think that I I had lived some of my Christianity years with just very few friends and, and a connection and the wealth and and the blessing and just the richness of life that that brings as we find the community of believers a healthy community of believers and friends yes so i yeah oh and he started he just woke up so here he is he has his appearance <laughs> well hello Walter. <laughs> He's like, you're doing
0: a podcast about me. I have to say hello at some point.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Then he's oh. five and a half months now. So he's <laughs> growing quickly. And yeah, so we oh, are so blessed. Yeah. But, you know, I, I know there are some that have experienced many, actually, it's not widely talked about, but many have experienced a miscarriage. And um it's something that I think should actually be spoken about more in the church. I, I feel like there are so many women that could use some healing of just getting out their story. Yeah. And maybe not necessarily for all to see on the on a platform necessarily and that unless the Lord opens the door for that. But to, as we spoke of uh, a group of believers, people um, who would listen to their story and just help them to walk through further healing, because we can hang on to the pain of that I had, and I didn't even realize it until I was pregnant with this little guy. I had hung on to some things uh, and the Lord did such a work in this pregnancy. He did such a work in my faith and in healing and reaching that wholeness. Um, and so that is for anyone who wants it and just ask. Ask him. He is faithful um to heal. He yeah. He is so good. I'm a little distracted here. He's a little he was he's, he's kind of a you not be But we were all we were <laughs> all babies, weren't we? At one point. I mean, babies are just yes. I love babies. Yes. Yeah. Me too.
0: He has the best cheeks, everyone. You can't see them, but they're the best cheeks. (laughs) And he's checking out the screen and looking cute as can be right now, (laughs) making up. Well, thank you so much, Clara, for coming on and sharing your testimony. I just, I know it will encourage a lot of people who have both wanted children for a long time and struggled, you know, Mm -hmm. whether they're young, whether they're older and just knowing that, you know, God's faithful and he's with them. So, and thank you, Lord, for this beautiful miracle.
1: Yes. Yes. And, and I just want to say something. Your miracle story is not going to be identical to my miracle story. You know, we we're we're all going to have a different miracle story. It, they might be similar, but even in regards to to children, there's many different avenues that this could take in being someone's miracle. And so, remember not to limit God, and and just expect that He has good plans 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 to prosper and not to harm you, and give you a future and a hope. Um, And that is the God we serve. He is so good. He gives us hope and he renews our hope. So thank you so much for having me on here. It was so good to share the story and um, my faith was stirred up a little bit more, not for another baby, but um, (laughs)
0: anyways, just in God's goodness.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But bless you, Brittany. And thank you again. I appreciate you.
0: Thank you. And I hope that encouraged everyone this week. I know it was encouraging for me. I love hearing of God's goodness and his faithfulness. Have a blessed week, everyone, and I will talk to you next week.